Thanks, everybody, for joining us. <laughs> negative nerds. The negative nerds. We are absent. Absent positivity today. Actually, no, we're doing pretty good. I'm impressed. Yeah. 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 Yep. Nothing is broken quite yet. Just takes a little while to get this thing going. Vroom, vroom. Yeah. Um, so Nathan Nathan Barris, what um what is the Negative Nerds podcast all about? We don't even necessarily no. know, do we? <laughs> no, we don't. We really don't. We I don't. think that, that generally it's just uh, I, okay. So, so here's here's a long a long idea okay. um, that I'll try to keep relatively brief for editing purposes. Great. The idea of in Buddhism the concept of hope is viewed negatively. Uh-huh. Like, like hope is a bad thing. Sure, sure. Like, yeah. You know, because you're not dealing with what is. You're not dealing with reality of the world. Sure. Um, and that limits you to assuming that whatever's going on right now is not enough. Mm-hmm. You know, so so in some ways, I think that it's it's sort of looking at things from with with an element of realism and looking at them now. Mm-hmm. And maybe there's hope for the future, but everybody goes through shit, and it's okay to accept that there's shit. Yeah. So. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. Just starting off strong with the whole Buddhist stuff. No, that's <laughs> that's great. That makes sense. Matthew Bivens. Yes. Yes, Nathan. <laughs> Matthew Bivens, what do you feel Negative Nerds is all about? Well, thanks for asking, Nate. I had a little thought about this. So I am I am one of those people, for better or for worse, that really doesn't like to complain publicly I will complain um, privately I will be negative privately to the ones that I know and love but I'm not the guy that gets on Amazon and writes reviews about the bad stuff I'm not I'm not the guy who will tell a waiter uh, to please go back and tell the chef that the that the the um, the cheese tastes a little bit off tonight or I, I don't, you know, I will go out of my way to not have confrontation when it comes to, especially when it comes to uh, service, like customer service, public service. I will go out of my way to write a good review for something that I enjoy and I'm appreciated. So what I keep thinking is that putting that energy out there is going to karmically come back to me. And I'm, I'm, I won't say that it isn't, but I will say that sometimes it just, they're just things that happen that are so fucking lame. And like, we're talking about, uh, you know, things that people do that drive you insane. You, for us, yeah. it's clients. A lot of times we, we're both in client-based organizations sometimes it's an application um a a windows 10 a dropbox a Mm -hmm. you know something that especially especially something that controls a market an entire market something that can that is the giant and there's just no excuse there's just no excuse uh so for me negative nerds uh, the concept is we basically bitch about something every week, uh, and, it's, and it, the the criteria is that it it it's nerdy, and then hopefully 
we will together come up with, uh, we will balance that out. Uh, to kind of come back to your Buddhist, it, uh, we will, because the, the thinking, the negative thoughts isn't necessarily any better. So the, the idea is to try to get somewhere in the middle where right. it's like living with and just being mindful for and just accepting, okay, right? So that's, right. The, that's the goal. Maybe we'll get there. Maybe we won't. I love everything. it. Okay. I love it. Yeah, right. spectacular. Fantastic. And we're done. And scene. <laughs> yeah, but we are, we are we are good good friends for many many years, and we Indeed. we talk you know multiple times a week, if not sometimes every day, about these things. You know, our brothers, wives, friends elsewhere hear enough of sons. Right. And in your case, hear enough of, uh, you know, the frustrations of life. And, and so y- you and I can be yet another soundboard. Um, right. And luckily, most of the time, most of the time we, we, we can uh, relate on, on the things that are negative and we can also uh, uh, sympathize, sympathize yeah. and relate. Yeah. There's a great, there's a great power to commiseration. Yes. You know? I mean, just knowing knowing that you're not the only one going through something, knowing that that other people also have negative thoughts, and then knowing seeing somebody else relish their negative thoughts a little mm, bit, right? Like it's it's fun to be bad or yeah. mean as long as it's not actually mean, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, right. Yeah. And then there then there are plenty of people in the world that are actually mean all the right. time, and they get right. away with it, and, and they suck. I think they suck. They but they they can also be extremely successful, powerful people, which also sucks. Yeah, uh, to me. Well, I mean, we reward bad behavior. We do as a society on a, on a global scale to some degree, but especially in the United States. Mm. I mean, yeah, 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 and especially if you're talking about like people that make that jump, like the the you look at movie stars and you look at uh, you know musicians like yeah. super popular musicians and and even politicians or you know tech giants or mm-hmm. whatever that make that jump capitalists that make that jump into sort of the social structure where they have influence you yes. know i think that that's yeah that yeah um, yeah they suck yeah they, suck. they do uh one yeah. thing that that people should know about me I probably will say it a million times is for some strange reason, unfounded most, most of the time, uh, I have a, like a little Canada obsession. So (laughs) when, if, when we start bashing the United States for something, I'll probably bring up Canada thinking that it's, it's better in general. I'll just go ahead and say it. You could prove me wrong. <laughs> I feel like Canadians are a higher evolved North American and a higher evolved human than most people in the United States. I'm just gonna, I'm just putting that out there right this second. Like just that's you know, one can, thing you gotta I can know agree about. With me. That. Yeah, I mean, I can I can agree with that up to a point, but then <laughs> no, I know. you know, then there's the 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 way they treat their indigenous. Oh and, yeah, yeah, which is. And all actively murders. terrible and, and, the secret, and yeah the secret murders the little the murders they do right. with like with like you know with, not guns but knives which I mean honestly, everything nothing kind of smells gross. until spring 
<laughs> you know? So you just kill them and stick them outside. Yeah. And then you, you, when it thaws, everything stinks. Mm-hmm. So what's another corpse here or there? <laughs> Add them to the pile. <laughs> uh, so... Is there anything else that we need to out of the gate know about Nathan Barris? Ooh, um, I you know I, I hadn't really given it much thought. Okay, uh, that that aspect, the introductory aspect. So I am a, a lifetime artist. Mm-hmm. Um, I have always been a creative and always been a nerd, and um, I think the two go hand in hand really well. You know. Um, Apart from that, you know me better than I know me, probably in some ways. Mm-hmm. So, so. All right, let's um, do that then. We'll, yeah, we'll we'll introduce each other in that way. So nice. So Nathan Barris is joining me uh, as as the co-host and the creator of this. Uh, some things that you should know about Nathan Barris is he's the most ornery kind-hearted person <laughs> you, you better that. <laughs> it's 100% situational uh, as far as like level of loyalty right if you are Nathan's friend you're okay I'm not saying that he could you wouldn't get upset with me at, you know in, in times but generally you are ornery except to the ones that you love and that's what is magical. You're an extremely talented artist. You are truly one of, you might be, I mean, I'm sure I know some geniuses, but you might be the genius in my life. I mean, I mean, would I be wrong about that? You are like, okay, I've said this to you before. There are times where I'm just like humming along. Yeah, I'm a smart dude. And I'm like, yeah, I got this thing. And then I talk to you about something and you, <laughs> you're just, your brain is just running circles around mine. And I'm like, oh, right. That's right. He's got, so anyway, Nate is extremely, extremely smart. Um, and uh, which means basically anything he, can, he puts his mind to, he kind of excels at. However, we do share the problem slash, you know, quote unquote, the problem of starting all of those many, 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 many things and, you know, getting obsessed with them for a while and then maybe dropping them for a while and getting frustrated with them and realize, oh man, I want to be an artist. And then we have right. to make money and all these, you know, it's, it's, it's sort of a, a never ending cycle of once again, we go back, ying, yang, Buddhist five. I like that. <laughs> Trying to tie it together. Uh, you are a loving nice. father and you're a hip father. Like you are the father that, you know, I think kids uh, want to have of your son's generation. What, what is your son's generation called? Is it iGen? Um, no, he's actually Gen Z. Gen he Z. Is, he's tail end. T- okay. He's tail end of Z. All right. So, or maybe he's mid Z. I don't really know. I don't know the breakdowns anymore. Yeah. I forgot. Yeah. So you've you've got that. You live in a. Um, you live in a relatively small town, right? Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah, and yeah. Um, yep. you you yep. you split your time being a creative and creating uh, things and using you know making art and uh, being a photographer often for weddings. So well, yes. I mean we'll talking we'll be talking about that a lot. So I think yes. that's important. Yeah, yeah. That's that's pretty good start. So I'm here with Matthew Bivens. He is my co-host and one of my dearest friends ever. Um, he is 
one of the most insightful people I've ever known in my life. Incredibly creative, incredibly smart, talented, funny, um, complete triple threat. If you ever get to see him sing and dance at the same time, it's fun. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's, he is just one of my favorite all time favorite people. And, uh, I am truly honored to be able to do something like this with you. So, um, we talk all the time about everything and I know what you said earlier, but I don't feel like there's any distinction really between yeah. us intellectually, oh, you know, come on. Um, <laughs> the, uh, um, <laughs> let's see. So we met decades ago when you were in a band mm-hmm. and, um, we shared nerdy interests way back then and have never stopped. Mm-hmm. So there's always something new and always something interesting. And I just, I've always admired the way that you invest in life and the way that you approach communication. And it's just an absolute joy. My favorite thing to do is to get on the phone with you and uh, the idea that we can do this and talk about stuff and put it out there is pretty spectacular. Well, so thanks, Nate. That's right. I hope nice. that's. I hope that was a decent introduction. Uh, it was a great introduction that <clears throat> people would be, you know, just absolutely floored to receive. But that it did actually inspire me to say one more thing about Negative Nerds, the, pod, the podcast. We are strangely... I mean, yes, I, I understand hope is, is on the other side of things that are not... Um, uh, that is not good, right? So the, we're trying to find the balance in life. Right. But strangely, we do have that zest of life. So just to be clear, negative nerds does not does not ally us to like. I'm not even really knocking th- this, but people in the basement that don't really go out and do anything. We really do. We really do grab a hold oh, of yeah. life and try and and do and learn and stretch. So these findings Absolutely. that we that we will share in 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 this podcast, the thing, the findings that we will have, <clears throat> um, are truly our experiences, and they are only our experiences. So if you do not share our experiences, you do not share our um, our feelings or beliefs. That is totes okay. As they say, who who says that? Canadians. Uh, <laughs> fair yeah. enough. Yeah, I can't disprove you. So. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's a that's a great default. I need to do that. I need to pick a a country. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I I think I probably was a Canadian in a former life if I believed in former lives just something about it nice. since I was little since I was little So hmm. Nate what are we going to speak Matt. about this week in in the in the first episode of The Negative Nerds Your week started out a little rougher than mine Uh-huh So do you want to head that direction first Sure so on, on Negative Nerds, we kind of, again, we try to uh, approach a, a subject that has been very frustrating to us and then, you know, try to find the other side of it. And um, the, this week started on the, on the lame side, kind of a one-two punch of a situation that, that was just incredibly <laughs> frustrating and weird. I, I am a web developer, a digital strategist, and uh, I have a, a business with my brother. We are a client-based organization at this point. 
And uh, so we love clients. So I am a co-founder of a web development uh, business called um, Ranger Rick and the Funky Bunch. And we uh, we do digital strategy, marketing, and all manner of things. Uh, so anyway, a couple of weird client situations. Uh, number one, uh, we got an email from a former client who is a lovely person, and uh, we have we have attempted to work with this person uh, over the past few years. Uh, they have really big big ideas and they will you know we'll try to bring some of those ideas to life and we'll have lots of meetings and the then <laughs> something will happen and those meetings will kind of fizzle out right um he has uh had some really great ideas for for apps and different websites and and he is uh he's an entrepreneur and so he's he is um both education and art based so uh, my brother apparently worked with this person on uh, building a logotype with him before the pandemic. They went back and forth, and then the pandemic. Pandemic. Evan was very proud of this thing, this this logotype, and and was really excited to kind of give it wings. And um, uh, but then the pandemic happened, and lots of things, you know, fell apart. So so Evan didn't think anything of it you know moving forward and mm-hmm. until this week where he, we are we're in the process of re rebranding ourselves and building a new website and he's like oh i remember that logo i really really liked that one I, maybe i'll put that up and he went to the website of this fellow and and the logo was being used um oh. yeah yeah it's just up there mm. on the website they had they had not they had not agreed on on there was a price agreed on but there was no completion of any situation right there was no signing off on something there was no final email uh and and what what really hurt his feeling is that he had he had found a way to remove the font that evan used and replace it with one that evan did not like so oh. it was both a, both a yoga type, logo type and then like a you know the font. So and so it was like punch punch in the oh. face. And it's a worse it's it's a worse nightmare. Look, it can uh, it can be really uh, it could be a real dangerous situation. It could be like call your lawyer kind of thing. It could be really bad situation. Yeah. So yeah. that happened the first time. I'll. I'll I'll give you some updates in a second. So that happened the, the first of the week. And then uh, also, uh, <laughs> my brother was on, on the, uh, we were up for building a website uh, for someone. This is someone that we've been working with we've, on another project for many months now. And uh, we were going to work on a second project with this group guys it's really hard to be this vague <laughs> i mean we could just go back and use beeps that's true that's true you we know? totally could okay well maybe in, maybe in episode two we'll go back and do beeps but maybe it'll be Perfect. fun to hear people for people to hear a struggle anyway <laughs> so yeah, yeah both, so, both people who are going to listen to this all right yeah for the two people that li- li- hi guys how are you doing hey what's going nice on to see you 
Hey, uh, you good today? What you drinking? Oh, nice. Beer? <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> you like beer. Um, so, one, in this, in this project that <clears throat> we were starting to work on, one of the employees of that organization reached out to Evan and said, hey, I have a question about this. Evan said, of course, and he got on the phone with this guy. And in the process, Evan thought that it was just going to be asking a question about Webflow, which is our our framework of choice. And so mm-hmm. he was glad to help. And it, he was talking to this guy, very nice, very, you know, um, you know, just doing a job, and the guy let let's not even let slip. He just matter of factly said, "Yeah, so I'm a new hire, and uh, I was hired to redesign the website for this place." <laughs> which which we, had, uh. we had not heard anything from. <laughs> We had, we were in the process. We have like we had we were drafting, we were drafting you know proposals and and invoices and things like this. We had had multiple sort of discovery sessions, <laughs> right? And so at this point, you've got time in you've got time in it, right? You got right. skin in the game. Yeah, we all, like, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But but what's even more embarrassing and and weird is that we are working with this same person on another project currently almost almost finished with so wow so this yeah so this person who to be fair is only kind of the you know the 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 second in command to the right ceo who really right. honestly is kind of driving all of this but uh, yeah they they uh they didn't even warn us about it anything and uh so evan evan actually was he was like oh wow well that's a big shock because we we were we thought we were going to be doing this we thought we were going to be uh rebuilding this and the guy was very apologetic and was very you know felt really bad about it (laughs) he had no idea it wasn't it wasn't his thing so i mean just think about this think about this if you are if you are a person that has been a client in the past with any amount of power think about how freaking weird that is uh so we wrote an email to both of these people that uh, it with the hope <clears throat> again the word hope but the with the with uh, really hoping that both both situations would write back with oh my gosh i'm so sorry this is you know really overstepped or whatever and uh, right. so yes with one the, the logo situation um, um th- the person wrote back and said uh <laughs> Yes, I'm. I'm so sorry. Uh, I'm. I'm currently in the hospital or something, and so we'll talk about it uh, next week. Um, <laughs> it was, a, you know, hopefully a misunderstanding. Hopefully, I'll keep you posted because we don't know yet. And and we just today got an email from the second situation with the website, and it is it is um, utterly impossible, obtuse. I, I can't, we none of us understand what the hell she's talking about wow i have no idea she's apologizing but doesn't explain anything it's like why did this happen or what right or what exactly happened or what happened or why did it happen or why did why was there like even a fraction of a moment of ghosting um 
why why would that be the case and look people are people uh it's not like we were banking on this to survive or anything we when things change things change people right but it's just the way that you do things it's just the way that people i mean how how why can't you think why clients clients need to realize that we judge them based (laughs) on their behavior we that is so true we absolutely do i mean and it's i don't know if it's poor parenting or if it's just like just just this narcissism thing that happens with so many people or what it is (laughs) it's catching but at some something is going on that 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 people don't they don't know how to apologize they don't know how to acknowledge yeah they don't know how to much less make it right you right. know i mean it's fascinating to me like <laughs> it this is. whole yeah it, i don't envy you n- no well i mean and i'm sure you have a story that you will also share but uh, the the, th- oh, yeah. the thing for me is that yes we do judge that I think there are people who hire services from other people and and then there is that that sort of uh hierarchy of um cl- there's a cl- there's a ranking going on. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say, and I'll say this many 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 times, that is such a dangerous dangerous way to think of anybody that you're hiring on an, on an artistic level, somebody that is in charge of your website. Someone that is in charge of your branding. It is so dangerous mm-hmm. to take that lightly because yeah. um, we can always get another client, but <laughs> we could we could fuck up your world. Right. I'm not saying that we will <laughs> or we do, but man, yeah, we I mean, have morally, all we the powers. We have all the keys and you just don't want to mess with that so this is not a master servant situation just because we're exchanging money that does not i'm not saying that these these two situations were that these are very nice people and i know that they're nice people they will be and i'm i'm still just hoping still that it's it's a misunderstanding but damn it man like you just you gotta be careful with stuff like that you just do. Yeah. You don't want to make. Yeah. You don't want to make. Uh, you know. You don't want to make somebody angry. You especially don't want to make I mean, Nathan angry. Do you have a situation this week, <laughs> Nate, <laughs> where a client in particular has uh, pissed you off? Oh boy! Wow, this week um, or, or 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 the last month, anyway. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, there, there's. <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm trying to figure out how to anonymize. Right things a little bit because yeah because like you were struggling i have uh the scale of my clients is fewer and my exposure is larger in terms of being able to figure out who i might be talking about i hadn't even thought of that like uh because i because most of the clients that i have are weddings Mm -hmm. and so so all of their galleries are in the same place Mm -hmm. (laughs) they all have dates on them yeah um so at some point in the past <laughs> year mm-hmm. uh, or so, I, I, I did – I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Yes. So one thing that I have issues with um, 
in general is the it, actually it, it ties into what you're talking about and we can chop this up however we need to yeah. um but so the the concept of entitlement the entitlement that people think that that because they pay money they are in some way a boss or you know they're 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 able to command you mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. is uh that's something that i find really common in the wedding industry in general yes. and um uh, so I had the pandemic did things to the wedding industry that it did to everything else. It shut it down. Um, and part of what's happened is for me, I had 27 weddings, uh, 26 that that moved to 2021 or canceled altogether. Okay. And um, the ones that moved, which is the vast majority of them, I think I only had two canceled total. But the ones that moved all wanted Saturdays that were close to their original wedding date, which is completely understandable. Well, the problem with that is that that when I sell a Saturday in 2020, they're paying for it in 2019, right? And now I can't sell the Saturday in 2021 because it's booked for somebody who paid two years ago at two year ago rates and <laughs> mm. frequently frequently things are moving locations they're going to different venues or to different cities different and the most spouses yeah. different from different groups right? <laughs> whatever i mean i don't really care about that you know as long as the as long as the numbers stay kind of the same i mean they won't reuse their engagement pictures but you know uh, oh my god um yes. sorry yeah, so the so probably the most egregious one that I had recent in recent memory was one that canceled and rescheduled I think four times, and ended up doing uh, doing their wedding at the end of uh, well sometime last year uh, while the pandemic was going on, and this was at a point where I was already broke enough that I couldn't afford to refund anything. Right. And so my only option was to move forward with doing the wedding. Um, And, you know, I could have, I could have taken it a litigious route and just said no because of mandates or whatever. But I, I tend to shy away from that. I mean, there's no guaranteed outcome in that situation anyway. Um, But since they cut the wedding size in half and they cut the wedding time down, they felt that the retainer that they had paid the 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 half of the total should have been enough to get me to come out and oof, shoot the wedding. Oof, oof. So you know, fine. I you know I, I work it out with them. Uh, I charge them a travel fee, which was too little, um, and because it was also instead of being forty five minutes from my hometown in. Uh, this, this rural Western North Carolina. Uh, it was five hours, I think, five and a half hours drive. So I had to rent a car. I drove out there and I shot the wedding and I got back. And literally before I unpacked the car, I was receiving when am I going to see my pictures messages. No way. And the first one is. Yeah, the first one's fine because the first one is like it's on your mind. You're thinking about the pictures. You're excited about the pictures. Great. I'll just let you know. And so I responded. And she's like, well, that seems like a really long time. It was a shorter wedding. Can't it happen faster? I'm mm. like, well, and so I said, well, you know, it might happen faster, but it might not. <laughs> and the more time I have to spend, I didn't say it, but I implied that the more time I have to spend 
dealing with a personality, the less likely it is to come in under the wire, Mm -hmm. you know? So time passes. I get them their, their pictures in about four weeks. I get the, the album up relatively quickly, um, because I haven't had any other work. So there's not much in the queue and you know, whatever. Uh, they love all the pictures. That's great. But their original package didn't include digital files. They made the assumption that because we changed the package, the new package included all their files as high resolution photos. So, you know, that's a big chunk of money. And that's, that is, there's a point at which you go, well, it's the original contract with an addendum that states that the original contract is still in place. Anyway, it went back and forth and I ended up getting a lot of harassment from it, from friends and family and, you know, anyway. Wait, so wait, wait. You, you got harassment from friends and, fa- oh, there. From their friends and family because wow. this is, this is what happens in the emotional and, and, oh man, there's so many things that I want to talk about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah sure I know, I know, like, I know, I know. Like it's not really appropriate. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, it was just, just don't be a shitty person. You know, yeah. when, when, when things, when there's a misunderstanding of some sort, or you think things are one way and they're not actually that way, especially if it's written down, you know, just, just accept that you were wrong. Being yeah. wrong is okay. Um, anyway, so I'm. I'm so what you did was will... you gave them their digital <laughs> photos, and in every single one, somewhere, you're not going to tell. <laughs> you probably can't even remember at this point. You've drawn a little penis on exactly. every single one of the of the bridesmaids. <laughs> Somewhere, I'll give, just a little bit. Uh, I'll give you. I'll give you a hint. It's mm. a, always on a face. <laughs> always on a face. And again, you have the power to do that. Yeah. Why? Why would you even think about making your wedding photographer angry about anything? I mean, man. Yeah. <clears throat> so. <laughs> yeah, I. I just. <sighs> There's this great line on Mad Men mm-hmm. that I really should just like get embossed on. Oh, maybe I could get you to laser oh. emboss on. I have to find it exactly, but it's a, it's it's not like Mad Men is my favorite thing. But man, there was this one thing where it's it's Don Draper and some other person, and they're walking. Let me see if I can look it up real. Mad Men. Um, People should know while you're looking that up. I'll yeah. go ahead and tell them. That that I am not a consumer <clears throat> of culture. Like I don't, I right. don't. I've never watched Mad Men. I never watched Seinfeld. I never watched Friends. I've I've never seen most of the things that that. But I'm fluent enough in in idioms that I've been able to pick up on most of the context around things and so I can speak in those quotes so I can quote The Office but I've never watched The Office <laughs> right <laughs> you know <laughs> yes yes yeah. uh, and I'm and I'm doing a terrible job of looking this up thank goodness for a post um <sighs> Anyway, what it is, it's like basically two two advertising agents are walking down a hall and the and one says, Man, I really love this job sometimes. Yep. It would be perfect if it weren't for the clients, right? And that is such a sad, sad 
place to be. But I tell you what, I mean, it's so true. So much yeah. of the time, and I. So y- you and I are always trying to get into a a world where we are craftsmen or creat- creators or something where instead of clients we're dealing yeah. with with users or fans or something and I right. can speak from experience and I can say that that is a much a much more pleasant uh, relationship I'm not saying it's not yeah. fraught with its own set of frustrations and oh know, sure but I have the right. I have the thick skin at this point to deal with uh, the unruly fan, the the one that wants to take down, thinks they have yeah. the power to take you down with one Facebook post, and right. um, uh, yeah, I'm immune to that at this point, and so it's much easier. But clients. It's it's they can they can do and say things that are just totally different and you you can't yeah so as soon as as soon as we can we gotta you know more of this stuff more more of com- creating yeah. communities rather than creating uh, services I think it's just where where our hearts lie a little yeah. bit more I've kind of gotten to the point where they the their behavior like people's behavior makes me mad mm-hmm. but it's on a it's it's an it's an order removed like i'm seeing so many things that are tying in together they they all tie together right social structure you know social movements and just seeing sort of the, the social arc mm-hmm. of our society and seeing how it is beginning to evolve mm-hmm. you know is it's really wonderful but I think that a lot of the sort of crazy client stuff mirrors. It's just all based on uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Wow, <laughs> it's gone. They they're entitled. They are deserving entitlement. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's the entitlement that uh, that they feel. So I think that the the entitlement is what drives bad behavior throughout because of expectation. Because they be when they feel entitled to be able to do a certain thing, then they expect that things are going to be a certain way. And when they're not, it goes against everything in their in their being. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I think that's I think that's true with all the clients. I think that's true whether you're talking about you know photography or you're talking about uh, you know wedding photography or you're talking about website design or you're talking about marketing. I think that people generate these stories in their heads because they don't know how to listen to other people right and i think that that is that is a reason that i'm not like i i get mad at them but i don't take it personally sure sure like like you say about having a thick skin it's just not it's not worth it to let them really make me mad you know Mm because if if i ever got really mad something would burn down. <laughs> I mean, that's how it feels sometimes, you know? Uh, yeah. Um, I, I would say another, another point that we, that we speak about a lot, you know, whether it's true or not, I think it's true, but that's, you know, again, these are our feelings. These are our beliefs. We just feel that we are smarter than a lot of people. <laughs> We just feel that we're smarter than you. Rightly or wrongly. Yeah, and that's it's okay. uh, it's, it's not everybody, uh, and and it's not in every situation. Like, 
there are plenty of situations where there are people that are smarter than me sometimes. And I'm like, oh, God, wow, that was really dumb. But and, and also there can be a very smart person that does a really dumb thing uh, in a certain right. situation. But in these, yeah, we're we're touching on. So so you and I are the same age. We are Generation X. We're not. It's not boomers. It's not the same thing. <laughs> Generation X has its own thing. That's probably why this is called Negative Nerds. But yeah, it's okay. They're not going to remember that. Anymore, they're not going to so. remember that. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> the the oh, what was I? Where, where was I going with that? Generation Generation X is a, a very strange time because we actually support 90 to 95% of the amazing changes that are happening. We supported them. We supported them as children, even though many of our parents did not. Does that make sense? Like we grew up, we grew up not being homophobic. We, well, that's, that's, we grew up with being quote unquote colorblind or more so, and we we grew up with with all these things, and yet we we lived we still lived in a world where that behavior was punished, yeah. like outright punished, like 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 you watch. Speaking of Friends, you still I mean even Friends you see blatant blatant homophobia in the characters and that was created for laughs and i'm not knocking friends that's the way life was it is freaking sad that (laughs) that a gay renaissance happened because of ellen not even saying that she was a lesbian she said she was a lebanese or a vegetarian or something a vegan or something right but everybody got this like we had to i truly never ever believed that two men two women could get married or or any of the things that happened in the last year i mean the change is so incredible and so the beauty of generations um from millennial on a down up uh, right. up or whatever is that they they just don't like they didn't even have to fight the world mm-hmm. right they didn't even have to fight the friends on tv and go you know right. if you're right. you're if you're, you're watching friends with a bunch of dudes and and ross geller is you know his homophobic self and and you're supposed to laugh <laughs> oh yeah yeah he, they touched each other like w- they don't think that's funny. They don't laugh. They don't. Ha- they didn't have to laugh because, like, if if you didn't laugh, then you were going to get beaten up. <laughs> that that's not a fear in their lives, right? So, right. It, it's where I'm going with this is just like we we have all of that, and yet we're going to say the wrong things. We're going oh, yeah. to we're going Sometimes to be quote unquote insensitive. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like I, I still, I still have that ability, like to say the wrong thing, and and I have this entire yeah. world where I am, uh, where every single thing is extremely precious in a, in a in a community, and so the the 
the terminology changes every week and and it's mm-hmm. it's a it's a community that's finding itself which is beautiful and yet yeah. it's oftentimes so frustrating because uh, people within the community attack each other for um you know, doing and saying things that instead of like working together and talking about it, I think that in a lot of ways, Generation X uh, doesn't have as much of that. The the need to cancel culture is, that is not my, that is not my main thing. I can choose to support someone or not support them uh, based on what they do as a human being, but I can also kind of understand that artists throughout time have been shitty people, some of them. And so (laughs) like the, but, but to to transition into that being the norm is not what I love. I'm not going to fight for that. Honestly, I'm not, I I can feel it and I can, I, I know that Joss Whedon did bad things. I know that, but I don't, you know, I don't need him to be a hundred percent canceled because some of the things right. that he created are very, very near and dear to my heart. So I, right. uh, yeah. And in, in other words, I, I hear what you're saying and I feel like there's a, there's a, so that adds to our ability to look down on you as a person. <laughs> and by you, really I'm talking does. about you listener. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. It really does. It really does. Yeah, we, we both, really we, Nate and I both think that we're smarter than you, and we're kind of laughing at you for being, you know, for being such a precious flower. Right. Well, and for, even though we're for, very precious flowers. Right. You can right. you can be a, a precious flower. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I you know, cancel culture is an interesting thing to me. I am actually somewhat in support of it, mm-hmm. but I think that. Um, the the for me it's more about how somebody yeah okay yes i did something wrong in the past i'm terribly sorry for it here's what i'm doing to make up for it you know those are the things that mean that it's okay you know uh, so so not that the acts themselves were okay but that we recognize that as we age we grow as we grow we do better because we know better right you know, but the people who are like, I never did that, even though there's ample proof that they did or no, no, you know, completely, completely blowing it off or they don't care about it or whatever. Those people, they don't really deserve to be famous or to be idolized in any way. No, I'm with you. You know? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, so, you know, I don't know. I, I just, I just, uh, no, yeah. that is, that yeah. is a really good that's a really good uh, clarification because uh, I, I'm talking about I'm talking about a an overabundance of canceling. Mm-hmm. I, I yeah. will you know uh, uh, the the senator hmm, Al Franken his, Al Franken for example yep. Al Franken did dumb things right. in the past and he apologized and that should have yep. been it. I think because the good that the man was doing uh, in my mind, and and again, he 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 saw it and he apologized for it. And right. whether the apology was good or bad, that you believe, like uh, whether you believe that he did a good enough job, in my mind, that's got to be enough at a certain point. It's got right. to be because I mean, there are so many people, like you said, that are actually fighting <laughs> allegations or fighting 
you know, their, 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 their soap boxes, um, where they are so obviously out of, you know, out of favor, have done things that are just, it's not inexcusable. You know, it's not the things that they might have done or not. Sometimes it is. Well, sure. Okay. So, yes, okay. true. <laughs> that too. Matt Gates design. He he deserves to be canceled. Sure. I mean, flat out. Sure. You know, he needs to be gone. Sure. Sure. <laughs> and 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 that that I do that I do accept. Right. Like. Yeah. In my mind, if I saw, I have to say, if I saw Bill Cosby, do mm-hmm. you know go through a serious like come to Jesus just yeah I don't even know I don't even know well I mean that's that one's tough because there, there's there would be so much to atone for but there's yeah. no atonement <laughs> there's no atonement happening and right. so he's gone that's okay he's gone he was he yeah. is erased from history for, for the you know for the most part, and that's okay, yeah. because I think you do have a choice. Like, you can create beautiful art that is that is that has changed people's lives, and then you can do horrible things. Um, uh, but you know, if if you don't apologize for those horrible things, if you're if you're you know when you're caught, not if, but when you're caught, right? Yeah, yeah. You, it, yes, I agree. That needs to be erased. Yeah. I, I I just think that the uh, um, I, I think that the cancel culture concept is like the idea of there being repercussions is good. I think that the the fact that it's become a reflex is bad. Mm-hmm. I think that the you know I don't know millennials are are my, I, I'm still talking about millennials, but they're I guess they're all forty now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gen Z and the the new ones, the iGen or whatever. You know, they're they're definitely um, there are elements where they're just getting on board a bandwagon. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and yeah. so the same way as when we were kids, you know, I think that I think that I didn't have a lot of the experiences like uh, so you were talking earlier about how uh, when we were kids, how like you you had to say certain things or laugh at the certain jokes or get, you know, have have something, some kind of social repercussion. Right. And I remember that to a degree. But I also remember like I was never I only ever had a couple of close friends at any given time. Like I, I was I had an interesting conversation with somebody recently who um i don't remember the context of it but it was basically you know oh well you'll be fine her talking to me you like everybody mm, right you know and 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 i said oh i i really i really don't like anybody <laughs> you know <laughs> and she's like but you're always nice to people and i'm like well you don't have to like them to be nice to them yeah you don't have to like people to be kind to them right. you know you can you can act from a basic set like but it doesn't mean that i like them right right yeah and and my example wasn't wasn't great because i uh, you know i painted the picture of 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 three friends watching friends um but more 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 so it was a group of children in a classroom that's basically a you know 
the yeah. urban jungle where they're ready to attack you f- just for wearing glasses or or braces yeah. or something. Those are not my friends. And and in those situations, you have to just to just to get through. Uh, recess you have to but yes truly you're you're right like friends friends I mean we uh, the reason I was unpopular is because I refused to be popular that was 100% my choice I'm not bragging about it I'm I'm, it, it, it was it was painful a lot of the time my choice to do that to be different and to not like Guns and Roses or whatever the, whatever the fuck it was that was popular at the time I definitely <laughs> paid for that like I'm not yeah. trying to romanticize that like uh, for me to personally believe that that you know uh, the the quote unquote counter culture was was the right was was correct and you know for me to personally believe that um was oftentimes a risk especially especially in the south but it didn't change my mind it right made me lonely but it didn't change my mind <laughs> yeah. right you knew you knew it was right and that that i think is a is a an interesting sort of element of gen x i think that because we were left unsupervised so much we had to develop our own sort of perceptions about the world, even though we were told things by grownups. Yeah. You know, we had an awful lot of time where they just weren't around. Right. So. Right. Um, yeah. Which was amazing, I don't know. by the I, way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was incredible. It, it was, was really absolutely, amazing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You know, so I lived in this little town te- in Texas called Buda at the time which has now been absorbed by austin it's it's, it's part of austin now Uh, but at the time it was there were 300 people living there and we had one blinking stoplight and uh i guess this would have been 82 or 83 so long time ago um but nobody's parents were ever home Mm-hmm. Right, and we had we had roving <laughs> gangs of children that were just having fun, you know, just just absolutely. We built forts, we had flamethrower wars with you know lighters because everybody's parents smoked, so we all had lighters <laughs> and uh, hairspray cans, <laughs> and we would chase each other down these these drought dry <laughs> lanes shooting fire at each other yeah <laughs> with no it was lord of the flies psychotic but, yeah but we developed a a strong sense of self and um absolute inner moral fortitude from that i think sure but i i just don't know i i look at today and it's hard to imagine coming up today and discovering yourself as an artist unless you are purely driven to it i mean even if you are driven to it i mean yeah i even if you i was i was able to somehow live in charleston south carolina downtown for like 200 bucks a month rent um Mm -hmm. i mean it was a it was a it was a slum house. It was a, it was a slum house surrounded by sorority houses. It was a, it was a right. rotting 
corpse of a building. Uh, but I, I was able to survive. And and I, I was plenty driven then. But if you take that, that drive and you... Uh, apply it to now there's no there's no rents there that are achievable there's no homes to buy there's no and you're not making enough money even if you aren't trying to be an artist full-time for it there's not like you know i i say yeah i mean of course but are you are you saying then that like they would have to be more driven than we were which i I mean basically they just Hmm. have to do two or three times the jobs that we did like we could slack off a little we could play video games just a couple of nights a week or something instead of well i don't know i mean i don't i don't know what your experience was with it but but i had i had two parallel experiences at the same time i had a family who was already creative uh you know so so we were making a living physically making things right um and so I had access to all those tools and everything, but I also in parallel had a lot of board time because I, I refused to do homework. I wouldn't do any notebooks or special projects in school. I hated school mm-hmm. with a passion. Like the only thing I liked about school was seeing my friends. And I developed at one point uh, in my 12th grade year, I developed a, a reputation for making teachers cry yeah. um, because they they felt like I needed to work harder, but then I would not do anything they asked me to do and still kill their tests. Um, the uh, I just I just think that that I think that boredom and the ability to let your mind wander, like on a anthropological scale, they estimate that we only needed a couple hours a day to do hunter and gatherer stuff to to have enough food to eat, right? Mm. And so we evolved with these massive areas, massive amounts of time where we didn't really have to do things. And so, you know, so we wind up with the caves at Lesko, you know, uh, Lasco, I don't know how to pronounce it, but the caves in France where they have the 30 and 40,000 year old cave paintings, you know, the, mm-hmm. there was, there was time even back then for people to do things that weren't necessarily survival related. And I think that now there's no time for people to do things that aren't survival related. I think mm-hmm. that, that that is in my mind, that is the downfall of capitalism of the, of the structure that we have here is because we don't have time to just sit and think. And we definitely had that back in the nineties in Charleston. Like there was time, there was time where it was so hot, you know, we couldn't afford air conditioning and it was so hot that you couldn't do anything except for sit, you know, <laughs> mm. but, but I, I don't know. I wonder how much, how much of this modern stuff, like, you know, the depression and the anxieties that we all feel and, um, the normative environment that we've created here, you know, that, that has been foist upon us. I wonder how much of that is crushing (laughs) our ability to create and, and instilling like depression and the feeling of otherness and like that, that sense, you know what I mean? Yeah. 
I mean, I, I just, I don't know. Like I see my kid who is this awesome 15 year old kid. He's very smart. He's really into everything that he's interested in, you know, and he started doing his piano lessons again. And his teacher's like, has he been practicing every day since the pandemic started? Yeah, as far as I know, he hasn't picked up the picked up the keyboard. Like he hasn't done anything, you know. But he's he every now and again will do it, and he's got a knack for it. And I try to make space where he's not required to do anything, uh-huh. you know. And he can go play video games, or sometimes the internet goes out. Uh, you can't see the air quotes, um, <laughs> but but you know, he just he'll just go entertain himself and I'm trying to make him do the things that, that I did in that way so that he can have that space to breathe, to maybe figure out who he is a little bit, you know, but that's not something that a lot of people have the luxury of doing, providing that space or taking that space for themselves. Mm. So anyway, I don't know. It's just a, it was just a thought inspired by some of the things you were saying. That is, I mean, I, I think that you basically encapsulated the the entire concept of negative nerds perfectly in that one. Didn't <laughs> <laughs> next week where Nate takes on boredom. I totally think that's a perfect wrap-up. I mean, that's probably something we'll touch on many, many times because... Yes, everybody's trying to get back to their not get back to their twenties, but just so there's plenty of plenty, plenty of talk about <laughs> that. Yeah. yeah, of that. Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. So one thing we learned. What did you learn in your first podcast, Nate? One thing I learned is probably won't be able to talk about clients as much as I want to. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, that's that's definitely a thing because I had to dig a little it's bit a to get choice. that. It's a yeah. choice. It's a choice. Or maybe I like your idea. Either we, we come up with a brand new name or we, I don't know. We I mean, bleep, there's that. It out. Or we just, I think, bleeping <laughs> and never ever mentioning like our business names. <laughs> right, exactly. Or... In my case, you know, I'm really hoping that my new my new endeavors will will supplant yes. my old endeavor, right. and so I don't have to care anymore. Mm, now that'll be fun. Once to. once I'm out of wedding photography, mm-hmm. like I'll just lay it. I'll just list it. Okay, because I've got hours of that. Mm, that's, like that's good. That can be like a three part episode. So yeah. good. Yeah. All right. So I think that's a pretty good first podcast, Nate. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was. You know, you know we just kind of, uh, you know, get get some sea legs. But it, it is, as always, a pleasure to um, to be a negative nerd with you, sir. 100%. I feel a thousand times better than I did at the beginning. Exactly. So, And, and, that's and, the whole and we hope you do, right. too, dear listener. Yes, please. Uh, how is that beer? The two listeners, <laughs> both of you. Both of you. One one might be drinking wine. Yeah, because they're a little classier. A little classier than me for sure. <laughs> uh, until next time. <laughs>